Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox. And my co-host is Terry Sayre. And we are super excited to have a lovely guest host with us, the dream maker himself, (laughs) Danny Fong, is on the show tonight. We are super excited to get the discussion going. Terry Sayre is going to be a little late on the call tonight because she is off celebrating the season early at Disneyland. And so she will be getting on hopefully in just a few minutes. Until then, what's up, Jenny? Hey, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really, really well. Awesome. Good to hear it. Danny is calling in with us from Canada. So we are super mm-hmm. excited to have you. Thank you. Yes, Thank yes. you. And we've been talking all month about step three, which is connection. Tonight we're going to be talking about giving and receiving connection. And so, Danny, why don't you start us off? Tell us, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about you if they didn't hear you on the show last year. Um, just give them a little clue of who you are, what you do, and then let's get going. Sure. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly. Well, I'm, uh, I am from Vancouver, Canada, uh, from the west coast of Canada, I am a certified life coach, and I'm a business coach and an accountability coach. So I help uh, my clients create some clarity amongst themselves, help them create awareness of who they are, where they are now. And uh, we look at some of their dreams that they've, uh, where they've been stuck and not been able to take advantage of or moving forward. We kind of find out why they're doing it, and if it still really rings true to their heart in terms of following their dreams, I help them make it real. Uh, it's been a fabulous journey, and uh, it's been fabulous seeing people transform in front of me, and uh, it's just it's really awesome to see people uh, sort of change their mindset and, and chasing their dreams and making it uh, super real for themselves. I just love what I'm doing. Awesome. So what are tools that you use with either yourself or your clients um, with connection and then if that's, you know, giving and receiving? Um, I think with connections is just having a really deep conversation with them, finding out who they are, what they are, where they want to go, where they've been, and just having, just building that trust with them and vice versa, so that they are able to open up and tell you some of the some of the things that they already know. And then as you go through your conversations, um, they start realizing things about them that they didn't know. And I think that's mm-hmm. the um, I think that's the magic moment is having them having them realize things that they don't know about themselves while you're talking to them. It's like an aha mm-hmm. moment for them. Um, and I think that's great. I've, I've been on a project since October, meeting people face-to-face and then uh, having talks with people in North America and now the rest of the world. And 
you know, I'd be, I'll be talking to strangers and I've never met them and we will talk over video chats and they open up to me and they, they tell me some of their darkest secrets and I'm quite, uh, and I acknowledge that because I, I, I guess I guess I have a, um, a sense of or a way of communicating with people that allows them to open up and allows them to tell me things that they never would have thought of. And because of that, they're able mm-hmm. to see things that, at a different in a different manner, and from that, they're able to see opportunities for themselves and and see. I, I call them doors. I help them unlock doors that they never saw, even though they're there. Uh, but they're mm-hmm. able to open the doors and then, you know, decide if if it's okay for them to leave it closed or open it slightly and see what's there, or open it fully wide open and just jump right in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how you said that. Um, and I posted that. I posted that on my on my Facebook. I'm not sure on which page I posted it, but I posted it on one of my pages um, <laughs> that you were wanting to meet people. And um, it probably was actually. I think I posted it in my um, Rockstar Academy, my Facebook group. Mm. But um, but yeah, but yeah, and then I think that's so cool. I think when you were talking to. Um, yeah, and if any of our listeners are interested in having a conversation with Danny, feel free to um, contact us, or Danny's information is on our website, which is um, fearlessgenerations.org, so you can find Danny's information there as well. But he's also tagged in um, the posts about tonight's show on Facebook as well, so you can contact him through Facebook as well um, if you're interested in having one of those conversations with him, because I would recommend it. Um, but when you were talking, um, I was thinking about how sometimes when I'm talking to people, like you were saying, and you ask like a certain question or you ask them about, you know, maybe a certain period of their life or something they did. And a lot of the times mm-hmm. I find that they have totally forgotten that they did something or they took a certain risk or, um, you know, like they hadn't, um, they hadn't really given, given themselves credit for something that happened. And so they kind of just forgot about it. You know, like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I did this and I did that. And um, yeah. and I find that I do that with myself as well. I, dis- I diminish a lot of things that I do. Mm-hmm. And then when I hear other people talking about maybe something they did or some situation that's going on with them, I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. Or I, you know, I've, you know, I've thought that too or whatever. And I think that's one of the great things about connecting with other people is that um, you tend to find out that we really do have a lot of things in common, regardless of the way that we were raised or where we were raised or what we even believe. We've all had Mm -hmm. lots of similar situations and things happen and, and that can all be found through just simple conversation. Exactly. And I, the more I'm coaching, the more I'm realizing that um, a lot of my clients are saying, well, you've never, you've never dealt with a situation like this. And I'll say, try me. And they talk mm-hmm. about their stories and, and, you know, many, many of my clients are, will uh, talk about things that other clients have experienced as well. And, I, and I'll tell them, because, you know, I've, I've heard of stories like that in the past. And they'll say, really? Wow. I thought I'd be the only one with this type of problem. And then when mm-hmm. they hear that, you know, other people have that, have had that same problem. They they feel more at ease. They 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 well tell me more about this. What happened? 
but obviously, you know, you can't mm-hmm. really share their their secret. It's more of that person sort of you helping them sort of discover where they are and and you know how they can go about helping themselves out, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and, and I I think that's I, I think that's really common. A lot of people think that they just they're the only ones with that that issue, and they're not. And we're mm-hmm. all human, but we, you know, we are we are we are all unique, but we all have a lot of. Well, yeah, I mean, we've all probably have dealt with some kind of narcissistic personality. Maybe for someone, it's <laughs> you know their best friend, for someone who was their parent, for someone who was their sibling, for someone who was someone at school or at work, right? But we've all know how to, we've all dealt with someone like that, right? Exactly. So I think that, you know, for that type of a situation, right, or we've all been scared, you know, we've all been rejected, we've we've all, um, you know, have done something silly and, and been laughed at or, you know, whatever, you know, exactly. like you know, people like think, "Oh my gosh, this has never happened," you know, to anyone else or or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, and it, it's really they're really with the amount of people that are in the world, there's there's really not something that that could be that unique. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's not that many outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just a mix of all the your your characteristics that create how you deal with the outcome. The the other thing interesting. Thing I realize is that depending on your your state of your consciousness and your willingness mm-hmm. to, to take risks allows you mm-hmm. to deal with the situation either easier or or deal it in a way that's very fearful for you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's it's, uh, it's how you show up basically. It's you know mm-hmm. it's, it's asking yourself who you are and and uh, you know what value do you want to create for yourself and are you willing to take risks? Are you willing to take risks so to yeah. make yourself forward to live more in, in freedom versus you know versus fear, right? So Right. Well yeah, and not everybody's gonna deal with the same situation in the same way. Right? We might be in similar situations, but the way that we deal with them or the way that we approach them are gonna be different. Yes. Yeah. And the way we deal and, with them is yeah. based on our past experience and how we how we've grown up. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, and everyone grows up differently. Everyone has has their own has has uh, their own own um, living experiences, and that's how you deal with the situation. Because right? because you mm-hmm. have as you grow up, as you do certain things, you have experiences, and those experiences are part of your memory, and those memories are are utilized to to show you how you move forward in your life. I mean, if you're not aware mm-hmm. of certain things, then you're not going to know what to do, you know, with another person who has lived in a different way uh, mm-hmm. and that their experiences may, may help them out much quicker than you. But, you know, you, you don't really need to compare yourself to others. You know, you have your own version of your life that you need to mm-hmm. live. And, uh, and that's, and as long as you're okay with it, that's fine. Right. So don't, don't copy yeah. people when you're doing things and do your own thing. When you were talking, I was thinking um, when you said, we, you know, how we approach things because of the way we were raised or, or what. And it's kind of funny because I have a lot of siblings, but we all kind mm-hmm. of, um, we all handle situations differently. Even though we were all mm-hmm. raised in the same house, we all have different, even we have different memories of like, you know, of like how my parents were or, um, you know, just different experiences that way too. So it's interesting. 
um, to look at a situation and see how each one of us handled it differently. You know, exactly. and today is actually today is actually the um, 24th anniversary of my father's death, and mm. each of us each of us um, handled the situation differently. The day today, you know, 24 years ago, we all handled it differently and we all have progressed thus far differently. And it's really interesting to, to see how each one of us um, has been changed and how we experience that experience still um, Mm -hmm. this far out. You know, I think a lot of people, um, I think a few of my sisters took the experience and they really, they changed their themselves and their lives and they made their lives better. You know, they, they made the experience, um, you know, they took the good out of it. Right. And they made themselves better. And I think some of my siblings have really are still struggling um, and not Mm -hmm. really knowing how to, how to define themselves and still using it somewhat as an excuse to, for their behavior. Um, And, and stuff. So it's really different. Um, to, it's, it's really interesting to see how we all have, you know, we all, ha- um, took the same situation, right. But we came at it at different ages with different experience levels, you know, with different filters and coping mechanisms and what, uh-huh. we've, what we've all, you know, going forward has, um, has, you know, has happened. Right. So it's it's okay. interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see. And even for yeah. myself, you know, I mean, I go from, you know, mad to sad to, you know, all <laughs> all these different emotions. I've even had, um, you know, I've even been grateful and, um, you know, uh, happy, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, so all all, uh, you know, emotions on the spectrum. Um but it it's interesting how each year I kind of um, it, it it changes, um, and uh-huh. I don't know if maybe that's from you know just my skill levels are changing, my experience is changing. I'm having you know more experiences as a parent, um, more experiences you know just in the world in general. Um, but yeah, it's so it's it, it's definitely interesting um, to see how we can. Um, take situations in our lives and and what we do with them, even Uh with similar backgrounds, even with growing up in the same household. But but yeah, definitely different, you know, I mean, even with, um, you know, Rhonda and her situation, how each of her sisters, you know, have possibly handled the situation differently. Like Rhonda became this like, you know, huge force in in the world for good and you know against fear and her sisters i'm sure are doing their part in in their part of the world in their way as well you know and so Mm -hmm. it's um you know it's just interesting how people take situations and how they use those situations to connect with others yeah exactly i mean it's one of those things where um i did this experiment uh, not too long ago where i showed um you know a picture with um the hat nine faces but they were all kind of hidden in within the picture and uh you know some of us could only find four some of us could find mm-hmm. six and none of us all none none could find all nine but i said well let's let's put our collective thoughts together and let's show each other where the the faces were and through mm-hmm. collective 
input, we found all nine, right? So it's mm-hmm. what you see, what, you know, it's your experiences that create what you see. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, you know, the faces are there. You just can't see it because you're filtered it. You, you're, you, you don't, you don't have the experience to see all the faces through whatever reason. But when a group of, of um, people come together and each of us shows, you know, what faces we've seen, then all of a sudden you see all nine faces. And it just mm-hmm. creates more awareness within yourself. And, and because of that, you are now able to see more more faces, more I call it. And then, uh, you know, the, the objective of this exercise was, you know, what aren't we seeing that's there? And what are we able to, you know, if, if we're able to see it now, what does that help us with in our, in our lives? How can that enrich us? In the, in the, for the future, right? And it was, mm-hmm. it was a very, very powerful exercise where you know by yeah, connecting cool. with people, connecting with um, um, you know your peers, your mentors, your coaches, and what have you, you know. But if you can connect with these people, they have a gift for you, and that is that they can share their awareness to you that allows your awareness to enhance and grow. So that you can see the bigger mm-hmm. picture, and and once you see the bigger picture, you're able to grow even faster and better. Yeah, so I, I love great. that. That's a cool exercise. Yeah, um, yeah. I've I posted a, a, a Bree Brown, I think is her name. I always forget it every time I'm going to try to talk about her. Um, I posted a video on our Fearless Generation uh, Facebook page today about how we can um, how we can connect in a more authentic, clean way, and mm-hmm. um, and she talked about how she um, I think she was talking about one of the books she wrote, but the little blip of the clip she was talking about how. Um, she decided that she would no longer was going to negotiate who she was. Um, Uh. That was something that she wasn't going to change anymore because when she did change who she was to suit you, then she was betraying herself. And Uh, that was, that was no longer um, something she was willing to negotiate with someone else. And, um, and I think that that's really important that we know who we are and that we are authentically going out and connecting with other people and mm-hmm. that we, um, because when we do that, we are authentic, you know, we are, we're truly giving of ourselves in connection. And I feel like that's really the only time that we can um, receive in connection as well. And I've talked yeah. about this before when we've talked about loving ourselves and what, um, why is it why is it so important for us to love ourselves first um and i think that that's that ties in with it too because we can't really receive love if we're if we don't love ourselves um because um will just have us dismiss it because mm-hmm. if we don't feel ourselves worthy of even our love how can we feel ourselves worthy of somebody else's and I so I think totally that that's really, that. Im- yeah, and I think that's really ties in with connection as well. If we're putting out this facade, this mask, this fake, you know, 
picture of who we think other people want to connect with, if that's what we're putting out, then what we're getting back is not really, it's not going to be anything. Um, we're not going to be able to receive it because it's, it's the mask is going to keep it from us. The the facade that we're putting up that it's blocked off through that. And I think also if we're doing that, we're probably attracting other people who are doing that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because people who people who are you know putting up a face, you know, putting up this this fake you know persona, they're not going to want to have a genuine conversation with someone who's wanting to connect with them, right? Because it, it, that's too much work to try to keep up a facade with someone who's really trying to get to know you. You're going to want to talk to somebody else who's also keeping up a facade. And so you can have this really surface conversation and it's not that much work. So um, I think that that's also really important in talking about giving and receiving to really give the real you to be able to receive the real person that you're wanting to connect with. Because I think when, that's like the thing that I think is my biggest, um, my biggest, I don't know, I have like this big awareness around it lately of when I can just tell when someone's not being honest with me. And for the uh, longest time, I'd be like, I'd be, you know, I'd just be like, okay, well, you know, they're telling me the truth that they're comfortable in telling, you know, mm-hmm. and the truth is probably in there somewhere, but this is the one that they're, they're comfortable with sharing with me. And I wasn't mm-hmm. bothered by it. You know, I was just right. like, okay, that's where they are. And on some level, I am. But with, like, intimate relationships, you know, like, really good friends, like, I'm not okay living on that surface level anymore. I'm like, either, you know, be honest with me or, you know, I'm I'm going to not hold you at this level of friendship anymore, you know. And, mm-hmm. and it's been a real eye-opener to me of, like, okay, these people that I really want to be my friends, maybe they're more acquaintances. They're not the people that I, you know, are in my inner circle because they're not really ready to open up and to give and receive in full, you know, authenticity, you know, and connection with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. You mentioned that you, you can feel that, that vibe, that energy. How, how, what does that feel like? I'm, I'm curious because I, I feel it too. Um, I don't know what I would say. I can feel it. It's just like, it's like, it's kind of like a, hmm, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to say what it feels like, but it's like in my head, I just, I just have this, like things aren't adding up, things aren't connecting, uh-huh. and so I can tell there's there's something they're skipping over, there's some type of information they're leaving out, there's just something going on that's not um, that I can tell is isn't being said, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, for so me, I think it's, it's just, just more of a gut yeah. feel, right? So. Mm-hmm. And, and the gut feel is intuition. You just know that you know that person's not being authentic, and you're trying, you're you're talking to them authentically, but you're not getting the same response from them. And you just mm-hmm. you just you just feel it. There's a gut instinct, some intuition there that that just tells you that this guy's not not being real or not not speaking from the being level, not speaking from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have Carrie on the call right now, so let me bring her in. Sorry, Danny, I didn't want, didn't mean to um, interrupt you, but I do want to have Terry to be able to say hello. Hmm. Hello. 
Hey, Terry. There you go. Hello. <laughs> Just got back to the hotel right now, so. I'm well, we have just little... over five minutes um, left on the show. Is there something that you want to share tonight about giving and receiving of connection? Um, well, I think at this time of the year, it's really amazing how people connect with each other uh, around the holidays and around the festivities and the traditions that families have at Christmas time. I'm always impressed with that. And, and people will say how they want to continue those connections and keep that feeling of connectedness, but somehow it just seems to fade away after the holidays. So I think it's important that we, we under, we recognize how good that feels and how much we enjoy that feeling of connection during the holidays and, just think about how can we maintain that same level of intimacy and in our connections with those people that we love throughout the year. I mean, it, it's different because it's not in this context of a holiday, but those feelings can certainly be transferred and continued throughout, throughout the year. And so I think that's mm-hmm. my little tidbit of thought around connections. And, and the holidays. I agree. So that's it. That's it. Well, thank you, Terry. Yeah, um, I have a group of friends where we actually, one of our friends, you know, just called out and said, hey, you know, I really need this. And so once a month, we have a date set aside for us to all get together and to do something, um, you know, just as friends. And it doesn't, it's not, everybody can't go on that day, you know, every month, but you know, we're, it's definitely happening more often than not because, you know, one of us was brave enough to stand up and say, Hey, I need monthly connection with you guys. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's important. I think, um, you know, with our community of coaches or the fearless living coaches, I, I make a, a point to, um, to connect with our coaches because that's a community in which I feel like I get a lot of connection from and I um, love also then, you know, giving um, connection as well. Um, and, you know, I think that, that, you know, when you have, like, friends or family or community in which you love to give and receive, it, it's up to you to really make a point of putting yourself in a position where you can do that, um, you know, make a call out, you know, say, Hey, I'm, I'm seeking more of a, you know, a a regular connection with, with you and, you know, setting a date. I find that it's going to happen more often than not. If you actually set a date, it may not happen on that date, but it's going to more, it's more likely to happen if you set a date than if you just say, yeah, I'd love to see you sometime. That's never going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I, I love yeah. you how you say that because uh, I, I would say if I'm meeting someone, I said, let's, let's make it a date. Let's pull our, out our calendars and let's find a time that works well with each other and let's let's book it. And yeah. You don't have to worry about it and it's done, right? Because yeah. if you don't do that, yeah. it's true. It just never happens. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I um, I just, I you know, I, I, I even – Sorry, lost all train of thought. I have a book group that I meet with once a month. I actually haven't been 
in a few months because it just hasn't been happening for really any of us. But um, we're meeting tomorrow, and I, I don't read the books. I go purely for connection with these with these mm-hmm. women, <laughs> and um, because I'm not I'm not a fast reader, so to read a to read you know to read all of these books that because I have a very specific genre that I can <laughs> that I read, and they don't always pick a book in that genre, but um, you know I still want to go and I want to connect with with yeah. the women. You know I feel like you know there's certain times where I'm just like oh I. I don't, you know, I get all down on myself. I don't have any friends. I'm not connecting with anyone. But am I reaching out? Am I asking, you know, for that connection? Because I know I have lots of friends. It's just a matter of saying, hey, let's go and let's do something, right? So I think that that's definitely important, too, with giving and receiving. You have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone and say, hey, I want to connect with you, um, you know, sometimes to make it happen. Mhm. So, yeah, I mean, I know I I um, you know, we've been having a lot of coaches on our show this year and I'm super excited and I've had to bug, you know, people three or four times, "Hey, you said you're interested in being on the show, give me a date," right? <laughs> but um then they come on the show, they have such a great time and they want to be on the show more. And so, I love the connection with our coaches that we've had on the show. I think our listeners have loved um, the connection that we've been having with each other because we are just getting more and more listeners each week. And and so I'm super excited for you to be here, Danny, and to talk about connection with us. And I hope that you come back on the show again with us um, and and share, uh, you know, all of the greatness that you have with our listeners again. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. I definitely would love to be back on your show. Good. We'd like to have a date tomorrow. Yeah, give me a date. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's figure it out. I mean, uh, maybe after the show, we can look at it in our calendars and uh, and pick a date that works for both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds great. I love it. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for coming back out. Remember, you can find us here at Blog Talk Radio Show or on iTunes under Fearless Generations. We appreciate so much you coming out. And until next week, be fearless. Good night. Good night. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.